Welcome back. Welcome back. You know what it is. It's the Sheepdogs podcast. Here we go. Episode 25. It's the end of the year. It's unbelievable. Is it really 25? Yeah, 25. We've been putting out <laughs> content this year. Wow. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So it's super exciting. And graduation is in two days. So I'll be out of here. And, oh, you guys uh, run on Sunday, not Saturday. Yeah, Sunday. Oh, okay. That's when Farmers is. Okay. Yeah, day so. for the leisure, day to walk. <laughs> That's right. There That's we right. go. There we go. <laughs> so Tonight's the big night though, right? Baccalaureate. Baccalaureate Mass. There That's right. There we yeah, go. Yeah, St. Joseph's Chapel. So we're excited and uh, couldn't, be, couldn't be more blessed this year. Amen. And uh, all the abundant blessings. We realize today is Our Lady of Fatima and a year ago, Father Jacob Willig found out he was going to be sent to Miami. Yeah. And uh, we were just talking about that. Oh my gosh. It is phenomenal. Yeah. Abe, one of our focus missionaries, just brought it up to me today. Like, what day did you find out you were coming here? And wow. I just look, happened to look back at my phone. I was like, what day was that? It was around this time, maybe May 13th. Wow. So it's been, and then today is our baccalaureate, the last day, our last mass. Mm-hmm. It's like Our Lady, of course, Our Lady of Fatima, her other title, she says, I am the mother, I'm the lady of the rosary. Mm. You know, and so it's like, wow, it's been a, a rosary and a Marian year in so many ways, so impactful. So anyways, yeah. thank you, Mother Mayuri, Our Lady of Fatima. Yeah. It's when you just brought up her other name was Our Lady of the Rosary. I forgot that we, a couple of students had prayed a novena to Our Lady of the Rosary uh, for you to be sent here. It's no so. joke. Yeah. It's, it's no it's, joke. You're playing with fire when you'd pray that. It's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So. Yeah, well, I didn't need, I didn't mean to talk about this that much, but hey, hey gotta enjoy it. Good lead in. We could start with the Hail Mary, maybe, huh? Let's do it. All right, thanks, Johnny. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you all the thanks and praise for this day. Thank you for all the blessings in our lives. May we continually just be aware of the way you're blessing all of us, blessing all of our listeners, uh, and may we just live that life of joy, knowing you continually provide for us through the thick and the thin. We love you, Jesus, and we commend all this to you. Uh, to our mother and yours as we pray. Hail Mary, full full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, and Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sweet. Well, uh, Michael is not here today, unfortunately. He is uh, in Chicago. He he dipped out early, but uh, we'll be back next week with him, and uh, he'll be back. So, um, but today we actually are going to talk about uh, one of my favorite guys out there right now, Jordan Peterson. Mm. Just gave a commencement speech at Hillsdale College, which I almost went to Hillsdale College. So this would have been my commencement speech if I had gone there, but. Mm. Now I'm at Miami, so I wouldn't trade it, but I had to watch it, and I'm so glad I did because there's so much stuff he talked about in here, and I just want to go through it, and we're going to put the link in our description so you can listen to it yourself, but if you don't have time, we'll talk about it here. So the title of the talk was called At a Crossroads, and the most impressive thing I thought was he did the 45-minute speech without notes, and Mm. just off the top of his head, the guy's a genius. He's brilliant, yeah. (laughs) He's brilliant. Just a genius. And I don't even know if he's Christian, but by the end of this, I'm going to tell you something he said, and you're going to be like, yeah. Yeah. 
this he just guy, lives from his heart, but he knows mm. the history of Christianity so well. Yeah. The scriptures. So fascinating guy to listen to. Yeah. Fascinating. And, and I'm going to tell you some quotes he says in here, but I would encourage you to watch it yourself because there are mo- times in this speech where he actually like starts crying mm-hmm. or he, his voice starts to break because of how passionate he is about it. Mm-hmm. And I could never replace that. So, right. yeah. It, I mean, it's incredible. Speaking of which, too, we were speaking of the rosary. I believe someone told me his wife prays the rosary every day. No way. Maybe he said that. I'm trying really? to remember. Like he's not Catholic yet, but I think I have heard that. Oh, I don't quote me, that. but yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, and he's one of these guys that because he's so smart, he he realized what it would actually mean if he was to live out. That's right. His Christian faith. That's right. He doesn't want to go halvesies. Yeah. Yeah. So so it could be huge. Wild. Pray for that. But yeah, yeah a great man of wisdom. It seems. Yeah. Yeah, and so we're going to, I mean, this was a 45-minute talk. I just want to bring some of the golden nuggets out here just to give you enough uh, enough spice to want, make you want to watch it yourself. Uh, and I personally loved it because I I was at a crossroads recently about what I'm going to do after college. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, going to be working for Cincinnati Right to Life after college, which is exciting. So exciting. And trying to fight uh, to end abortion and to build a cultural life. But yeah, we're just going to talk about what he said. So... When he starts to he ta- starts the speech, he says he talks about actually like uh, the story of Noah and how he uses the flood and the story of Noah and the flood as like a metaphor as like the flood's coming uh, and says like you can have the courage to rise above the flood and will you do that? And so he talks about uh, a lot of people when they graduate college they will go and serve their own ambition, but he go- he actually describes psychopaths. He's a psychologist and he mm-hmm. he talks about how they actually tend to serve their own ambition. And he says, this is a better strategy than to lay lay inert on your mom's couch, uh, mm-hmm. but it's not an optimal strategy. Like it's better than being a bum, but just serving your own ambition is not actually what uh, what's gonna serve to a fulfilling life. That's right. And uh, this is where he starts to go into like each individual is of divine worth and how actually like if we don't answer the call in our lives, we will um, leave an immeasurable hole I'll just say, yeah, here's a quote from him. If you fail to answer your call, you tear something of the very fabric of being mm-hmm. that is it that is of inestimable value. Mm-hmm. And I believe you will pay for that. That is definitely hell, which is crazy. Because wow. I don't even know if he's Christian, but... Sounds like John Paul II's quotes, you know? Right? It's like a little bit of the theology of the body, who we are, mm-hmm. our eternal and profound dignity, and, yeah, the amazing... Uh, amazing meaning in our lives you know how much we're called to and yeah so we're responsible for that right Mm. with great power comes great responsibility and all of us realizing like even if we feel like oh my life's not that important or i'm never going to be the president whatever Mm. the fact is we're all called to be uh profound game changers of course as we speak as our lady right today Mm. our lady you know seems uh in the eyes of the world totally unknown basically you know this poor 14 year old girl and so anyways i want to go too far off but yeah those words it's good yeah it reminds me of the movie the gladiator uh he says what what we do echoes into eternity that's so true and that was like a big theme of this Mm -hmm. and he he talks about this one uh philosopher who says we're not only responsible for what we do but for what everyone else does which was like he Hmm. said it's actually sounds insane but he actually he said he could get behind it because Hmm. It kind of got to the whole idea of like, we're not only, yes, next level, we mm-hmm. need to be able to look out for each other 
as well. Um, right. I think that yeah. maybe I'd push back a little bit oh, to really? say like partially agree. I mean, he mm. probably maybe explained it a little bit more. Yeah, uh, I need to, to listen to this piece myself. <laughs> but the uh, the fact that certainly we are called to care for one another. Uh, people have free will too, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I'm sure he meant it in the, the same way we would understand it. But yeah, we got to take ownership of our brothers and sisters, realizing that's our we're brothers and sisters in Christ to everyone. Firstly, mm. that's our relationship with them, right? Or sons and daughters in Christ. So there's that familial responsibility, right? Like Cain and Abel, mm. you know, like, am mm-hmm. I my brother's keeper? No, actually we are. Yeah. You know, so, and uh, that's insinuated, right? With When God speaks to, to Cain and Abel. So, um, already Cain, right? After he kills his brother. So, um, definitely though, yeah. yeah, we do have responsibility, but obviously we don't force people to do things unless, yeah, they're really going to, hurt someone or something because we're given the free will all of us so absolutely just to clarify I'm glad anyways, you clarified. that's kind of like a yeah i think into, i think that's what he was getting at i'm sure. glad you clarified on that one and um yeah he continues on and he talks about like <laughs> he kind of gets out he, he kind of goes through so many different paths as he talks and then at the end he just ties them all together wow he talks about like uh, people will ask him, you know, young people graduating college, how do I find the right person to date or marry? He says, instead, ask the question, how do I conduct myself in a manner so that I am the best possible partner? Mm-hmm. So again, just like instead of looking outward, looking inward, how can I, how can, what, what do I need to change within me? That's right. And then the world will change. That's right. So like invest in yourself and grow in virtue mm-hmm. instead of like us always trying to like one up the next person or whatever like get one more thing better than the next it's like yeah yeah what do we need to work on so much yeah. wisdom there oh yeah and and he continues on and he says uh what if you ask yourself the question how much good could i possibly do mm. if i had the opportunity in the shortest possible period of time if i went all in mm-hmm. which i thought was really cool it reminded me of like i think elon musk said like what if you did your six month strategy what if you did your 10-year business strategy in six months? You might not get it done, but I guarantee you're going to get a lot more done than if you just... Years worth of work yeah. in six months. Yeah. Yeah, when we were doing our planning this year, I remember you bringing that up. And yeah. that was just... Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You think more like that. It's like encouraging you to think big. And um, yeah, he continues on and and he's like... He talks about, yeah, random things, but he's like, the only cure for alcoholism is religious transformation, like, which is interesting. I never heard that fact, but Mm -hmm. he said that's like, all scientists know that. Mm. And again, he, I don't know if one day I think he will be Catholic. We're praying for him, but um, he sees, he sees the answers that religion and Christ specifically provides Mm -hmm. and he sees the goodness in that. And so, Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He keeps, yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, I was going to say it is fascinating that AA, which is like one of the most longstanding Alcoholics Anonymous, right? That uh, an important part of it is believing in a higher power, Mm. uh, basically believing in God. Um, And they realize that's an important part of the why. Uh, So, yeah, and an amazing program, honestly, but. That's awesome. It's cool. So he might be pulling from that resource. I don't know. But yeah, just what works yeah. in psychology. I'm sure that's what he's studying, right? All these things. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he talks about actually, um, he's just telling you, like, how do you live a good life, basically? Mm-hmm. And he, he says, like, one thing, like, like control, control temptation in your life. He says, get away from alcohol and drug use for something greater than yourself. And he talks about, um, 
there's a lot of people that are cynical in the world mm-hmm. that young people think they can change the world and cynical people will say it's so broken oh politics it's so corrupt and i love how he he just is like if they're so if they're so wrecked great he's like if it's broken go fix it it will give you something to do with your life you know he's like and then once you fix that people will say oh you fix this can you fix this they'll ask you to fix their problems and then your life expands and expands and expands and i i think just i don't know if the word would be positivity with how he looks at life but just like an encouragement that like instead of like just drowning in sorrow of woe is the world and woe is me like encouraging us to go out and do something about it that's right yeah that's right capability too right to realize that we actually have amazing potential and so it's so good just have that encouragement and i think be reminded by guys like that who have done so many things um that yeah we should think a lot bigger yeah yeah and um he gets practical towards the end. He's like, well, I can't just talk in these big things. I want to get practical. He's like, yeah, like um, career, education, intimate relationships, friendship, use of time outside work, civic duty, these pursuit of goods uh, in a practical way. And they help you learn to optimize your aim. So a big part of his speech was like not running aimlessly, as St. Paul says, but actually like fixing your aim on something Mm -hmm. that is good and not just going after personal ambition yeah the eternal things right so what is that so making sure we have the right aim before we start but then never being afraid to realize even if we spent 40 years on something we thought was the right aim to turn the other way if it's mm. not right yeah but yeah having the right aim is good to, to ponder not just like for the next five years okay what are you gonna have to make what are you gonna do have to make your first million you know like okay a lot of guys do that better than than i would have and they're there like within a year and then they're like okay now what? Now what's life about <laughs> making more yeah. money? Or like I'm not happy yet. So yeah, to have the eternal things, yeah, it's awesome. The, and the humility to be able to yeah make those changes or to ask the questions at least. Hmm. Yeah. What if I'm wrong? Or what if I? What if I don't have all the answers? Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. And and he says this is where he he specifically mentions Christ, and he says the good that unites all the goods is the same good that's reflected in the image of Christ. The acceptance of the suffering of life and the necessity of serving the lowest as the highest calling. It might be true. Again, he's not, he's not owning himself, but he's saying it might be true. He's saying partly because the freest societies that we know are predicated on this idea. And so he sees the good that when someone lives like Christ to serve the lowest yeah, yeah. It, it just societies thrive from that. I just wanted to ask, I've listened to a few things of Jordan Peterson, Dr. Jordan Peterson, um, but do you happen to know, Johnny, like who are some of his heroes? Does he ever mention people? Because I feel like he's just waiting for like a great example of someone who lives this. Mm. And I wonder like who he looks up to, who he speaks. Because I could see his mindset where, yeah, it, it seems like he's just waiting to make that step, but he realizes the gravity of it. But like if he could look to people who are really mm. living it. And I'm sure he's thought of, yeah. Yeah. I just wonder who he talks about or who he admires. Or I'm glad you asked because I don't know a specific person, but he told a story in his talk that I forgot about, um, a home for people with special needs. Mm-hmm. And he described that there was this woman who, by worldly means, was not attractive, did not have many capabilities, really was like very, very low IQ. Mm-hmm. But he described how this this lady went to this uh, home and there was like one 
lady who was worse than her. Mm. Like only one in the entire facility. Mm. And this is where he started to choke up and almost cry where he was like, here's this woman who basically has nothing to offer in this world except that she had a dog. And she invited this woman who also who was like of lesser capability than her to just go on a walk. Mm-hmm. And he said this this impacted him so greatly because yeah. here's a woman who has basically nothing to offer, very poor, but gave her life for mm-hmm. the one person poorer than her. Right. And so, yeah. 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 I don't know if that answers your question. No, but. that's good. That's good. It reminds me too, I know he loves diving into scripture. Like I've heard mm-hmm. some of his stuff on scripture and just his admiration for these guys or what, you know, he views it as the, the greatest... Uh, stories, basically the greatest things we could learn from scripture. That's beautiful though. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think he talks about he says life is suffering. Mm. His his definition of the meaning of purpose in life is to find a life so rich that justifies all the suffering. Mm. And he says even the attempt alone to move in that direction is sufficient, which I love. It reminds me of I think it was Fulton Sheen that says like God's not gonna ask you did you succeed, but did you try? And uh, just like the focus on at least to go for it, mm-hmm. like <laughs> you yeah. might fail. That's but. right. How do you invest, invest your talents, your life? How do you spend your life? Yeah, going back to what we were saying about suffering, it's just like the cross is at the center. Mm. The cross is at the center, but the glory can be in the cross. We can find joy and we can find peace when we know we're following God's will. Because it gives us meaning in our lives, hmm. you know, and what else is there? So, yeah, so great. Yeah, like Christ didn't come to explain away suffering, hmm. but to uh, be in it with us. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the uh, the word compassion. It's mm-hmm. Latin, like to suffer with, mm-hmm. and people. That's that's what touches people's hearts when people see that compassion lived out. Right. That's what transforms hearts. That's right. that's love. Yeah, I yeah. know the story you just told, right? This woman's putting aside herself for the other. It's awesome. Yeah. And he, he kind of closes his speech. He's talking about if you are to live this life serving others, taking responsibility. He says, at the end of your life, you could say, and this is where he chokes up again. He's like, that was so hard, but it was so worth it. And he says, that is the choice you make at the crossroads. To decide to serve others even at the cost of your life uh, or live a life of personal ambition. That's, that's what I could see from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So. Wow. Wise man. Yeah. That's Pretty good. epic. Yeah. Wow. So I guess, yeah, you know, it's so good for, uh, I love these kind of speeches too, especially the end of the year, you know, for you guys, I mean, you graduating, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, yeah, for all of us, it's just good to hear these speeches of like, okay, reminding us what life is really about and to just be inspired too. You know, I love, some people think inspirational stuff's cheesy. I guess it depends on your personality, but to realize like, yeah, we are made for more, whether you're looking at the intellectual side or uh, whichever, how you look at it, there's different ways, obviously. But yeah, what a blessing to kind of dive into these, just hear from a wise man from a little bit of different perspective too, which is cool. Yeah. No, I like what you said about the... I'm trying to find the quote he said in here. He said one of the most... Oh, okay, so he says, People thank me for things that I've done or I've said. You put something out there you truly believe, and that is actually part of the redemptive process for someone else. He says there's nothing like better than that. And like giving a talk, and Father, you maybe have seen this in 
giving a homily where someone comes up to you after and says like what you said really impacted me and uh i think about like uh what this missionary said he was giving a talk a couple months ago and he was like yeah christ he came and he resurrected and then he ascended into heaven and left peter and the apostles in charge of his church and he pat was like get a better strategy like what why did you leave us in charge and like i think about how like we have the opportunity to be co-redeemers in our suffering with christ Mm -hmm. and how that is a fulfilling that is where we get fulfillment but like Yeah. yeah i don't know like how why i don't know right. i don't know right we always feel unworthy we never feel ready we do it imperfectly but we got to do it mm. that's what it's about you know and i think it goes back uh certainly i mean we all have experiences in our own lives but i think of starting this podcast too like should we start a podcast i don't know <laughs> like, what do we got nothing you know but then yeah. like the lord uses it i mean there's so much there really so it's all the lord really yeah no i mean it's awesome it's yeah I don't know. I've enjoyed it this year. Uh, that yeah, we didn't have microphones for like uh, four months or uh, <laughs> anything. Just a laptop. Yeah, a lot of technical difficulties. But yeah. those are the best stories, though, right? Like I know you study business, right? Going back to you always love hearing the early start. Like what did these guys start out with? There, it's always like in a garage. Yeah. With like one computer. <laughs> now it's so much easier because everyone has you know computers in their pockets. But yeah, yeah. it's uh. It's always great, great to hear about those small beginnings, yeah. Yeah. I heard the uh, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. There was a movie about them. And anyway, they, they just said, like, out of all the fame and all the glory, their favorite moment was still when it was just four guys under a lamppost mm-hmm. in the very beginning just singing together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I like that. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, that is what At a Crossroads is with uh, Jordan Peterson. I hope you guys will tune in and listen because he delivered it way better than I could have. And, um, yeah, thank you for listening, tuning in. And we are going to have another one next week, and we'll see what's after that. That's right, yeah. Hopefully one more next week, and then uh, maybe summer break after that. We'll see. Yeah. But But happy Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. Yeah, get in those rosaries, you know. Our lady says... Pray the rosary every day. That's what she said to uh, the three children. And uh, we just know it's so powerful. So call up mom every day, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, Father, could you close us in a prayer? Yeah, sure. Thanks, John. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Jesus, we thank you for this day. Thank you for uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson. Continue to bless him. May he continually be drawn close to you and ourselves also. May we continually be inspired, Lord, uh, by, uh, by others and continually take responsibility in our lives and to know that you've called us to great things, but also to dare great things in our own lives, to not be afraid as we move forward uh, and pray for your vision, Lord, in our lives and all of our listeners, that they could uh, just know, Lord, you want them to do great things uh, with great, things with great love, right? Small things with great love too. And we commend all this to you, Lord Jesus, through Mother Mary. And we pray all glory be to the Father, and to to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Sheepdogs out! Just do it!